Well, good afternoon, everybody. Last night, Rick Stocks alive with the head coach of the Blue Raiders, and uh, lots of things on the table to talk about, including some very interesting conversation about recruiting and how the COVID nineteen pandemic has impacted recruiting. And uh, look at this scenario: the uh, with everything coming down right around the twelfth or thirteenth of March, Middle had no spring practice. Most high schools did not have spring practice, so coaches were not able to get out and view players uh, going through their spring practice. They also were not able to have their camps and their invited-only camps, which are typically their higher profile and, and, and most targeted recruits. None of that happened this summer. Now you do have teams playing this fall, but you will not have uh, – they have extended the dead period in football recruiting until December 31st, which means no – unofficial visits, no official visits on campus until at least the end of December. But coming up December 16th, 17th, and 18th, you have an early signing period. And that, in the last couple of years, has taken priority over the February signing period. Is that going to change this year? A lot to think about there because uh, they're also uh, – the next story I'm, I'm going to tell you about uh, well, could have a major impact on recruiting, uh, whether it be high school players, uh, transfers, uh, or junior college transfers because – Nicole Auerbach is reporting in The Athletic that colleges, uh, college athletics in all sports, including football, could soon be able to transfer one time and play right away. The Division I Council is expected to vote next week to introduce the one-time transfer exception policy into the legislative cycle, uh, and that coming from two different sources. The goal of the proposal is to create a uniform rule across all sports. Right now, every NCAA-sponsored sport except football, men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, men's hockey, already use the one-time transfer exception. Those five sports require transfers to sit out a year before they're granted an immediate eligibility waiver. This proposal, if adopted, would extend the provision of the one-time exception to all sports across the board in the NCAA. And during his interview last night, Coach Rick Stocksell said that Due to this and due to the uh, the lack of in-person recruiting, he expects that the transfer portal in 2021 will be the busiest that it has ever been. All right, let's uh, talk a little bit about women's tennis as uh, we gave you this information yesterday, but a little bit of a repeat. Lady Raiders wrapped up the Gridiron Classic down at Mercer over the weekend in Macon, Georgia, with a solid showing. They uh, have more Coming up, you can follow the women's tennis program on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. The Blue Raiders return to action as they host the MTSU Invite coming up not this weekend, but next, October 16th, 17th, and 18th. And the men's tennis program had a very good weekend at the Dale Short Shootout at the Adams Tennis Complex over the weekend as they were hosting Chattanooga Troy and East Tennessee State. The Blue Raiders had an overall record of 27-11 and 11 for the weekend, 9-4 and four in doubles play, and 18-7 and seven in singles play. Coach Jimmy Borendame has his uh, men's team rolling right along. All right, that's it for this Wednesday. We'll have another update for you coming on Thursday.